and welcome back to another episode of Somewhere Over the Crossbar. This is the third episode and I am back with the one and only Rocco. And today we're going to be talking about a lot of things and if you haven't heard the Black Friday or I guess the Red Friday news, Unai Emery has been sacked from Arsenal. Let's get right into it. Unai Emery sacking, what do you think? I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's really that many Arsenal fans that will disagree with this. He hasn't been doing good. Uh, players have no respect for him. I think you're better off without him. Yeah, I mean, I as an Arsenal fan, obviously, we're both Arsenal fans. Um, no, I'm not. Oh, of course not. Sorry, I don't know what I'm saying here. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I'm an Arsenal fan. He's a Chelsea fan. But... As an Arsenal fan, and I think any Premier League team can kind of go into the shoes of an Arsenal fan and think, yeah, we we think we should go. Uh, my next question, which we kind of already have answered, but was it a fair... For Unai Emery, really, I mean, was it fair? He's only been there for about, I think, 11 months. Was that fair? Yeah, it was fair. Why? Why is it fair? Uh, well, I mean, you saw... I mean, he did very well for PSG. Uh, he came to Arsenal, I remember a lot of Arsenal fans being very excited. Uh, he just didn't do the job. You're not playing well. Last night, I was at the match, which we'll probably get into it later. Mm-hmm. But you lost to Frankfurt, and that was embarrassing. Yeah, it, it was. And we'll talk about that later, the team performance. And obviously now, you know, there's now caretaking manager. And Freddie Jumberg, the assistant manager, um, has came in charge for the time being. How do you think he'll do? Uh, I mean, obviously he's not, he's not a top manager. I think he'll, he's been at the club no longer than Emery, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, so he came in this season, right, but oh, he's right. obviously an ex-player, right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. he used to playing, he's, this is his first mm. ever kind of management. I mean, Actually, no, no, sorry, he, never... he did do the under, uh, under 20, 21s, I think, so. Yeah, uh, I mean, you never really know, I'm kind of on the fence. Because it could be a Frank Lampard. It could be a Frank Lampard, or it could be a... a Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, yeah. really. But, like, I mean, he's a young guy, and I think he's very influential influential for the young players. Um, we've seen Joe Willock, um, we've seen Reese Nelson kind of jump into the starting lineup this season. Do you think that's an impact from Freddie Emberg? Obviously, last yeah. season he was... I mean, coaching them. Do you think that's an impact? Yeah, obviously, he knows their potential a lot more than any anyone else, really. Um, and I think that the youth, we've seen this in so many examples now, that the youth are just very good. And I think they'll be good for you. Like, they were good for us. Like, they were good for everyone. Yeah. So now we're moving on to the potential candidates for... Um, Arsenal and the Arsenal job, the big job really, it's not going to be an easy job for anyone. Who should replace them? So the candidates that, you know, are main, you know, kind of looking like they'll be the man who will step in. Um, it is looking, could be Freddie Yumba, could be Mikel Arteta, obviously, ex-Arsenal player. Could be Allegri, ex-Juventus uh, manager, he did very well with them, he resigned, yeah. it wasn't a sacking. Yeah. He resigned. And I forgot his name. It's Nuno something. The Wolves manager looks pretty, pretty big candidate. And last but not least, Mauricio Pochettino. Yeah. Who do you think should come in from that list? There's a lot of them. I mean, 
Starting off with Freddy Umberg, as I said, we don't know. You're obviously probably going to have to play him for a match or two at least. Um, and you never know, he could stay. With regards to some of the bigger people, let's say Pochettino, I think Pochettino is a good manager, there's no denying it. He got Champions League final last season. Um, I don't think that his sacking was 100% fair. Uh, he wasn't doing too badly, I don't think. But, yeah, I think that the most likely might be Pochettino, Mikel Arteta. You would, he was, it was between him and Emery, if, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was, was, it was. He got down to the final couple. So, um, you know, you never really know uh, with a lot of these people. And I think that he could make it, obviously. Uh, your owner saw potential in him last time. He might see that again. Yeah. Or he might take a couple of the newer guys, maybe Pochettino. I mean, uh, so yeah, we've talked talked about uh, Pochettino and um, Arteta, Jumberg, Allegri. That's yeah. a big name. And I think Arsenal fans will be thinking, I want a big name. I don't want an Unai Emery, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, kind of know him. We want a big name. That's coming from an Arsenal fan. I'd be happy with uh, Freddie Jumberg, but, you know, Champions League finalist three times, Allegri. Do you think that'll be a good move? And yeah. do you think he'll come? Yeah. Um, it. I mean, there's no denying it. He's a very good manager. And I reckon uh, he also, one of his big plus sides is that he's a very good, transfer-wise, he's very good. Yeah. Um, he makes He makes the team a lot of money. Um, by transfer profit and still manages to make it better yeah and I think he's very he's a very clever manager as you said three time Champions League finalist zero winner but um yeah the only problem problem with Allegri is the language learning but I think like Unai Emery he'll hopefully pick it up quite quickly um so with Pochettino will that really realistically would that be a sensible move for Arsenal and Pochettino to make? Okay, so I reckon he will do good for the team. Uh, as I've said, he's a good manager, but fans-wise, I mean, what what would you think if he came? <sighs> it's it's a really it's a tricky one. It really is because I mean, would I be upset? No. Would I be over the moon? Not really. I mean. For me, and I think Arsenal fans would agree, North London derbies, a lot bigger thing. If you had, I mean, I think especially because if he had been at the club for a year or two, you know, if he was like Unai Emery, just only been at the club for over a season, it wouldn't be a massive deal. But he's been at that yeah. club for six years. Yeah. And then it's kind of a big betrayal. And maybe you could say, oh, well, maybe you shouldn't have sacked him. That's a betrayal from Tottenham. Yeah. I think resigning and joining you would be a lot more of a portrayal. Uh, I reckon if you gave him the offer, he would take it, just because obviously he doesn't have a job right now, and it would be tricky for him to find one, uh, and it would be a lot easier to stay in the same league. Yeah, he needs the money to buy Black Friday deals. Um, so you you've kind of said it will be fair enough. For Pochettino, if he's yeah. if he goes, which I think agree, I agree, but I don't think he's my. I'd want I want Allegri personally. I want Allegri. 
um, I'd be if Jumberg does well, then keep him. You know, yeah. I really like Jumberg. But um, moving on to the Europa League, we mm. both went to that game last night. Coincidentally, we didn't, we didn't go know. together. Um, he went with like, how did you get there? Like tickets from relatives or friends? Tickets from relatives. We got some club level tickets. My first time at the Emirates. Yeah, it was just me and my fourteen-year-old cousin there. What was your experience? Let's start it off with that. Okay, so... And he's told me this story already. It is, it is shocking. And if you don't mind, could you tell it to... Yeah, yeah. Could so, you? Uh, as a lot of you may know, the it, Arsenal versus Frankfurt. However, the Frankfurt fans were banned from the game because of a lot of things that have obviously happened in the games before that. So they were banned from the game. Of course, uh, having a UEFA ban, they've still showed up. Which isn't really surprising. You mean? It, it isn't really surprising. But a lot of them, um, a lot of them came up. A lot of them. You could. Yeah. They were louder than the Arsenal fans when they were um, winning. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and that's just the ones that got into the stadium, which was a very slim percentage. But what happened was, Arsenal had Arsenal and UEFA had announced that there'd be extra security checks, which we didn't notice, but we did notice there were loads and loads and loads of police um and so what happened was we were there uh, a bit early because we obviously wanted to get there and we we thought that there was going to be extra security checks but we we were there and then all of a sudden we see all the police start running all the police horses start running and we hear loads of like shouting and so we we follow the police which i think is what most people would do but then uh, we kept we keep on walking walking down away from the stadium towards the tube station. Um, we thought that the police were taking the Arsenal fans away for personal safety. Um, little did we know that the police were trying to take the Frankfurt <laughs> fans away, and we were right in the middle of a big riot between the police and the Frankfurt fans. And what exactly were they doing? I mean, you say riot, but, like, what were they doing to make um, it a riot? There, there's a lot of shouting, a lot of uh, them trying to kind of push the police away. I don't think... There has been footage that I did see of police punching one of the fans. Police punching or the fan punching the police? Police punching. I mean, fan punching first, but I don't think, obviously, being a policeman, uh, you're meant to obviously defend yourself. But that got a bit of controversy. Um, not a big thing, though. And so it was quite big. There was a lot of shouting. I think before we even got there, so very early, they'd set off a couple of uh, smoke bombs, some flares. Mm. And this was before the game? This was before the game. This was after we saw the Frankfurt team bus. We followed it because we wanted to see a couple of the players. Then all the police start running. We follow them. But then, yeah, we managed to get out and warn a couple of Arsenal fans not to go back down that way because you followed the frankfurt you went to the frankfurt bus because you didn't think there would be any fans yeah and then it's going to be empty from the fans so we're going to be able to meet a couple of players but then all of the frankfurt i mean all of the frankfurt fans went over there um do you know why they got banned they violence i think they stabbed people didn't they or something like that i think so i think they did they did something like that didn't they i mean very it Watching that game, I'm I'm gonna keep on going in this game. I mean, I went there as well, and on the pitch, no determination no. from Arsenal. No. And 
I'm not going to swear here because I know that younger people will be watching and Apple won't put my podcast on iTunes, which which they haven't done already. Um, but both teams absolutely terrible. I mean, they were yeah. absolutely it was, terrible. It was embarrassing, especially... And the fact that Arsenal couldn't beat an absolutely terrible team the at home. The fact that you were losing and Lacazette wasn't on the pitch, Pepe wasn't on the pitch, you were losing. Yeah, we were like, okay, well, 75th minute. Because you were 1-0 up at half-time, scored two goals in uh, from the 45th to like the 65th minute, I think. We were like, all right, you're going to bring on Lacazette, you're going to bring on Pepe. Yeah. Emery didn't. Uh, I mean, Emery should have been thinking, this is my last go. If I don't win this game, then I'm out. Yeah. And it's almost like he wanted to go out. Exactly, because I, you know, Emery, he goes about, you know, he does kind of move his arms, you know, he yeah. he does, he's very active. Yeah. And you could see in the last 20 minutes when we were down, he did not move a muscle. No. He was standing on that pitch and he said, what a lovely stadium this is. And it's I the last time I'm going to be up. here. He was like, all right, well, I'm out. He, uh, he was like, I'm out. And I think that if he'd rung on your very good attacking players, Lacazette, Pepe, I, Seventy-two million pounds, Pepe. I yeah, mean, you could have easily got off at least a goal. Yeah, and it, it it annoys me a lot that Pepe is on the bench, and we've spent seventy-two million, and he hasn't even done that badly. And I think Unai Emery, exactly, and he he's gotten like four assists and like th- three goals in not that like many matches. eleven matches, and it's gonna take time. For him to adjust. I mean, he is much better than some of the players that we are playing at the moment. But Yeah, I think um, <laughs> it was a dirty game, wasn't it? There was, at half time, five minutes of injury time. David Louise. Yeah, yeah, five minutes. David Louise, their keeper, and who else? Who was it? Who was it that limped off? Granite Xhaka got... Um, and Xhaka got subbed off. Uh, I later think in the game, but he got a knock. He did take a knock yeah. at it was a dirty half game. Time. But, um, yeah, we're going to talk a bit, a bit about Granite Xhaka coming back on. Yeah. Do you think um, Do you think that's fair that he uh, is allowed to play in an Arsenal shirt okay. again? Well, fans-wise, I really couldn't get an impression of what the fans thought just because there were hardly any there. Yeah. I mean, I heard a tiny bit of booing, a tiny bit of cheering. At the yeah. end of the match, they were booing. At the end of the and match, I was, was booing. booing as well. I'm. I'm not gonna say I wasn't booing. I wasn't booing at Granit Xhaka. I'm. I like. I. Yeah. I, I feel for Granit Xhaka, but after that app- appalling performance, yeah, you've got. You've got to let them know. Yeah, but Granit Xhaka. Um. Uh. I mean, at least you've not brought him on as captain again. That would be. That would have been bad. Um. Abamyang was captain. Abamyang was captain. And he had a bad game as well. He had a very bad game. None of these plays. I know, I'm not even sure it was his fault, his bad game. Though. I saw him making some really nice runs. Yeah. You just couldn't get it up. You can't, I mean, I, I, talked, I think I talked about it with you, maybe with Sam last week, but Arsenal, with their midfield and their defence, we just can't get it up the pitch. Yeah, yeah it's good midfield, good defence at, at half of their job. Which is getting the ball up the pitch to the world-class elite yeah. attackers. Yeah. They're but good at getting the ball off the other team. 
But then once they got the ball, like, what do we do? Yeah, and then we give the ball away, and then they we concede. Um, yeah, but with that match, uh, with you know Unai Emery under pressure, um, can you give me Arsenal's man of the match and why? This is it's a tricky oh. one. Uh, you you can think about it. I will. Because it's not an easy one. I mean, I'm I'm not too sure of the Arsenal squad names. Who's that? Very young guy. I think he he's got like a Mexican or Spanish name. Chambers Willock. Winger. Winger. Oh, Martinelli. 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 He was very good. I don't he know why good. he got subbed off. He was. I mean, obviously, my huge Arsenal fan cousin was at, at the beginning of the game. He was like, "He's good. He's good." Nine, so I kept n- an eye out for him. Nineteen-year-old, eight million pound signing, Arsenal, new manager. Do not lose this guy, and he should yeah. he should be in the starting eleven. I think. I, I think. Yeah, he, should. he played good. He played. He was our best player. I agree. Yeah, he I was think... absolutely brilliant. I mean, he was bring that ball forward. He was yeah. driving the team forward. He was like he he was like the pri- in his prime, but he yeah. wasn't. He could be the next. He could be the next Messi. Pele. <laughs> you never know, but um, I think someone that played very badly um was your right back who got Callum booked. Chambers. He got booked, free kick, a free kick passed it. As soon as they passed it, he went in for a risky tackle. I yeah. mean, it was, and then that foul was given as well. He was lucky not to get booked again. Uh, he just, uh, he didn't pay too well. It, I think that your defender that came on for David Luiz. Uh, who was that? The Afro. He looks a bit like David Luiz. Young player, begins with a G. Young defender. <laughs> Gwendizi! Gwendizi, sorry. He well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he made a couple of silly mistakes, but he's very young. Yeah, he's young. Anyway, we're going to... Oh, Arsenal top four. Arsenal top four. Not Even with a new manager. New manager. Allegri coming in. No? I reckon if Allegri comes in, I'm just not sure who you'd take that spot away from. I mean... As we, I reckon they're most likely if you would because it's take Man, it away from Man someone, City, Leicester, Liverpool, and Chelsea. I th- I reckon they're most likely that you would take it away from is Chelsea, and we'll get into that later. You don't. You don't. What about Leicester? At Leicester, the end of the season, you don't think they're going to drop. You Leicester are very very. You don't good. think they're going to drop? You though. should. Yeah, you should see some of the football they're playing. Oh, I know they're a brilliant team, but you don't think yeah. they're going to lose it halfway through. Mm-mm, but they didn't with they didn't a couple of years back. They won't now. I don't think. It's a good point. So that's a no. That is that a no. But no. if they were to, but they maybe would be off Chelsea. Okay. And thank you for saying Chelsea because now we're moving on to Chelsea yeah. with Tammy Abraham hip injury. Yeah. No one knows how long he'll be out for, this but it why. will be a while, and it's coming from a Chelsea fan, Rocco. Tammy Abraham. Yeah, so this is why I said that you're most likely to take it away from us. We've got Pulisic on the left. We've got so William on the right. Who are we playing on the right? William. Yeah, William. Sorry. <laughs> so um, we've got Mount and Cam centre attack and mid, but then Batshuayi I think will be playing now. Probably. Front. I reckon he's. Very young, he has a lot of potential, but Tammy Abraham's our top goal scorer, scoring goals like almost every match. Yeah. He's been so good. And I reckon Batshuayi will score a couple of goals just um, just out of the pure 
um, skill of Pulisic, Willian and Mount. Uh, and I reckon he could... I reckon he will improve by playing. That's why. That's why. I reckon he will improve. And he's not that bad. He's not bad. He's I kind of a Didi Karigi. He's I, like an Origi, really. Yeah, I just don't think he's... We're fourth in the Premier League trying to maintain that. We're a top team. I just don't think he's, he's that, that level. that level, yet. yeah. Um, so, you think it's a big loss for the team? Very, very big loss. It's now... We were confident in top four. So at the beginning of the season, we weren't. Com- we were literally considering relegation. As maybe not. Le- maybe not relegation, but we were considering a relegation battle. And I'm not really? exaggerating. Yeah. Really? Um, then a c- couple of matches, we were like, "Yo, Lampard's very good." Then a few more matches, we were like, "Yo, we like we are now we're we're gonna be able to maintain top four. Yeah. And now we've gone back to. I mean, you are top four, but it's not going to be easy. and It will be a battle. Maybe that's why it will be good. Who knows? I mean, let's... Mm. Chelsea fans, let's hope. Arsenal fans, hopefully that's why it will be a nightmare for Chelsea. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We're going to moving on to Liverpool. Um, closing the end... Clo- Getting close to the end of the podcast now. Liverpool, 31 games unbeaten like in the Premier League. Yeah. This is they're looking dangerous for Arsenal. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm not going to lie. I'm worried. Now, uh, this is actually quite weird because last night we were in the club level. And one of the bars, like the main bar is called the 49ers. I'm not sure if you've seen it or not, if you've been to club level. But... It's called the 49ers, and I literally, I literally said, "What, what are you gonna do if Liverpool takes it over?" Like, because that's like your huge claim to fame, your huge achievement. Yeah, because and we were the, we were one of the best teams. Um, from nineteen thirty to nineteen forty, I'm not yeah. sure if you know much about no. a, a hundred year old history, but. We were we won the Premier League about four times in that ten year period, which is very good. Now, moving into nineteen sixty, that was kind of Liverpool's era, but we were pretty good then. United were good then. Nineteen eighties, United hit it. Yeah. Nineteen nineties, United. Two thousands, Liverpool. Two thousand two, it was all Arsenal. Till two thousand and six. Yeah. We were. It was, was all us got- and. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. It is our, it's our biggest achievement. And I just think it will still be the exact same achievement if Liverpool take it over. It will just be half as impressive. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a Arsenal fan trying to defend, you know, yeah. our achievements. But it's much easier for Liverpool to do well when they can spend money. Yeah, two hundred millions of. I mean, I don't know how much they have spent. They didn't spend too much this summer, but they've spent a lot of money on Salah, Mane, uh, Firmino. Yeah. I'm not saying that Liverpool are not a yeah. good team. They are a brilliant team, and Jurgen Klopp is a brilliant manager. Yeah. But I think it is easy. It's harder for us, you know. We brought up players like you've never heard of, like Thierry Henry, Vieira, um, Jens Lehmann, Tony. Oh, no, not Tony Adams. My bad. But like Colo Torre. Um, yeah. Freddie Umberg. I mean, we've brought up brilliant players and Liverpool, they brought up a good, like Trent Alexander-Arnold, Andy Robertson, brilliant players. But Van Dijk, 75 million, 
I don't know. Um, but now, do you? But do you think? Yeah. They will do it. Honestly, <laughs> they have to win another eleven game. No, sorry, my bad. Eight, eighteen games in the Premier yeah. League. Do you think they'll do it? I reckon, as I said before, if they can get past their away game at the Etihad Arena um, at Man City, if they can get past that, I think that is their biggest threat. Yes, Leicester a second, Man City a third. They they'll wipe out Leicester, I think. What? Why not wipe out? Really? But they'll beat Leicester. It won't be. I Man City will be. Have they played Leicester yet? I don't think they have. Don't believe they have. Hopefully, Liverpool will lose to Leicester. <laughs> but no, we're I gonna reckon just because of just um, half because of mentality. So like, oh, we're playing Leicester. It's also the it's experience hot. that Liverpool have. Yeah. Compared to the young Leicester yeah. team. Do you um, have anything else more to say about Liverpool? Uh, anything. Premier no, League. but I do reckon that they'll get it if they can get past that City game. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed for Arsenal fans. Anyway, guys, we're going to finish the podcast there. A bit shorter than normal. 25 minutes. It's still pretty long. If you have to stay till the end, thank you. Do follow us on Instagram at Somewhere Over the Crossbar. Thank you for watching.